0: The stars are all my friends till the night time. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Ride Home Podcast. My name is Abby. Hey, guys, it's Caitlin. If you hear any rumblings, we're in the middle of a storm and a rainfall, and it's just. <laughs> Charleston this summer has just been a perpetual storm. Yeah. So it's a thunderstorm every day. Every single day. But But I do. do. Yeah, I love a
1: thunderstorm. I I love a thunderstorm at night, especially. Mm -hmm. Just so cozy. I love it. I know. And here we are,
0: just in another thunderstorm. Mm -hmm. But we got to watch a little movie in a thunderstorm, which is even cozy. We are continuing our August throwback series mm-hmm. and obviously we started with the listener's choice
1: mm-hmm.
0: which was interstellar yes and now we have moved on to my choice not because i'm more important but because caitlin literally hasn't picked a movie yet
1: <laughs> and it'll probably be a whole lot longer till i pick
0: i feel like you're gonna pick it like the second before yeah we start playing it
1: That's usually how I roll. I'm a last minute kind of (laughs) gal. And that's it. I couldn't make a decision. You can. Mm -hmm. So we went with yours first. Yeah.
0: I was torn between a couple of options. One of them being The Godfather, because Mm -hmm. neither of us have seen The Godfather. Mm -mm. And it is. Yeah, I know. I'm going to say that again. Neither of us have seen The Godfather. I'm sorry. I apologize. Don't hate us. Don't beat us up. Don't cancel (laughs) us. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. We have just never gotten around to it. Neither of us are mobster people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hated the Irishman with yeah. like a passion. Uh, I know they're like not the same era, but sure. literally you can miss me with organized crime.
1: definitely.
0: So I was considering doing that because that is known as such like a top movie throughout the years. Mm-hmm. However, I decided to go with a movie that, I think I know every word to. We went with the 1991 classic to some people, horrible movie to others, (laughs) Steven Spielberg's Hook. I don't know how many people know this, but Hook is widely known as Steven Spielberg's worst movie. Okay. People consider it to just be an absolute train wreck. And by people, I mean critics. Okay. Because there is the critic score, if you look on Rotten Tomatoes, which is a 29%. Mm -hmm. And then you see the audience score, which is 76%. -hmm. Clearly a huge difference. Very big discrepancy there. (laughs) Huge discrepancy. And so I picked this movie because it is a movie that I grew up watching that holds a very special place in my memories, in my childhood. And it's a movie that is widely considered to be bad, Mm -hmm. which I only recently found out because I was like, wait, other people don't love this movie. (laughs) (laughs) You're telling me people hate this? You're telling
1: me that people hate this movie? Interesting. I'm going to read just
0: a couple of... You know how Rotten Tomatoes picks out like one sentence Mm -hmm. for each review? I'm just going to read a couple of the reviews, and these are in order, so there's just like never a good review okay. on Rotten Tomatoes. Gene from the Chicago Tribune says, a woefully uneven retelling of the Peter Pan story. First of all, it's not a retelling. Mm-mm. So, Gene, get do it together. Homework, do, <laughs> do your homework, <laughs> Gene. Do your homework, Dave... Also from the Chicago Tribune says, Hook never sets sail. Jonathan Rosenbaum from the Chicago Reader. Everyone's from Chicago, apparently. Steven Spielberg's Neverland carries undeniable charm and depth. The problems start when we're asked to accept its two-dimensional residence as anything other than tourists on a forced march through its various various nooks and crannies. Jonathan's being complicated. Yeah. Variety staff... Says, despite its cascade of wondrous effects, massive battles between kids and pirates, and face-offs between Pan and Hook, the film truly doesn't take flight. That's a better analogy than set sail. Yeah. Take flight is better than set sail. Hook is a huge party cake of a movie with too much frosting. After the first delicious bite, sugar shock sets in. Love the nod to the food fight scene. Mm -hmm. So basically, what I'm reading here. Is that critics feel like it is a little overstuffed, a little too heavy on exposition, a little
1: too long, a Mm -hmm. little everything, whatever. Just a little much.
0: Just a little much. Okay. And so that's the general consensus Mm -hmm. from the actual like movie critics that have reviewed it throughout the years. So the reason why I picked this movie is because I know that you have seen this before, Mm -hmm. but You didn't like grow up with it in the same way that I did.
1: No. I definitely saw it when I was little. I had some friends who were as obsessed with this movie as you and your family Mm -hmm. sounds like are. So we definitely watched it a good bit when I was at their house. But it wasn't something that I ever watched at my own house mm-hmm. as a kid, and it wasn't something that I was like super into.
0: So did you like remember it at all?
1: Not really. I mean okay. loosely. Like I remembered the concept and the loose plot. Right. But other than that, no. I didn't really remember any details. So about it was this basically
0: movie. like a brand new movie for yeah, you. Yeah, pretty much.
1: Okay. What is the Google synopsis for Hook? Quite an elaborate synopsis, Google. <laughs> conjured up for us when his young children are abducted by his old nemesis Captain Hook middle-aged lawyer Peter Banning returns to his magical origins as Peter Pan Peter must revisit a foggy past in which he abandoned Neverland for family life leaving Tinkerbell and the lost boys to fend for themselves Given their bitterness toward Peter for growing up and their allegiance to their new leader Rufio, the old gang may not be happy to see him. And this movie stars Dustin Hoffman, Robin Williams, Julia Roberts, Maggie Smith, mm-hmm. and the mom from Princess Diaries. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> we we don't her know her actual name, name doesn't matter. She's, She's just, just mom the mom from, from Princess Diaries. Diaries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> When she showed up on screen, you we were like, how do I know her? And I was like, wait, isn't that the mom from Prince's Diaries? Yeah, I was like, oh my God, it totally, it's Helen. <laughs> it's Helen Thermopolis. Helen Thermopolis. I also just need to quickly say that Maggie Smith, can you guess
1: how old she is in this movie? Okay, so this was 1991 mm-hmm. was when this movie came Don't out. Don't try to do math. What does she look like? She looks like she's sixty. You think she looks like she's 60 years old? For real? No, no, no. I mean, she looks older, but I just know she couldn't have possibly been 85 in 1991. Okay, then I, I phrased my question incorrectly. How old do you think she looks
0: in this movie? Okay,
1: she looks like she's 80. Okay. Yeah.
0: She was 56 when they filmed this. Excuse me? 56 years old. Also, Robin Williams was 40. Whoa. So Robin Williams, when they filmed this, was only like seven years older than us. Weird. And he just like still like watching it back looks so much older. Yeah. But Maggie Smith is 56 in this movie. Was any of that makeup you think? I believe it was. Okay. I think like when I was watching this time I was kind of checking her face mm-hmm. and uh, you do see those kind of like pinched wrinkles that uh-huh. you see on like Mrs. Doubtfire's yeah. makeup where it's just like that mm. like faux wrinkle look mm-hmm. and that almost like tight skin look mm-hmm. when they when they put Kinda on like creepy looking yeah. skin yeah so they definitely use ma- makeup
1: to I age her of there's no way she's walking around looking like no. that at 56. But I
0: gotta say, they really did a good job on the makeup because that's just what she looks like now. Yeah. Like, they really nailed, they nailed it. nailed it. Fun fact. Fun, little fun fact. Love I have it. lots of fun facts about Hook. You do? Yeah. Oh my god, I can't wait like, for like all the, of them. Like the boo box. What do you mean the boo box? The person they put in the boo box? Yeah. It's Glenn fucking close the pirate the pirate that they put in the boo box that goes that's the boo (laughs) box that's Glenn Close (laughs) what the hell and also the inspector who first comes to, like, check into the kids going missing is Phil Collins. Love that. <laughs> love that. Yeah, there's, like, all these little, like, cameos and stuff. I love so. it. Yeah. Before we get too much into that, into these little fun facts and tidbits, also it is now pouring. Yes, so it is now if you if you that, downpour. Don't worry, we're
1: inside. Please enjoy your ASMR <laughs> while we talk over while it. While we talk about this. <laughs> anyway... I really do
0: want to get your initial thoughts and Mm -hmm. review on this movie, because again, this is not something that you grew up with. You don't have like an allegiance of nostalgia. Not at all. And so I feel like the most objective view of this movie Mm -hmm. can only come from someone who does not have that allegiance. Sure. So I want to ask you first, Mm -hmm. fresh out of hook. We just finished it. Mm hmm. What are your thoughts and feelings on Steven Spielberg's quote unquote worst movie? Okay. My thoughts
1: and opinions are twofold on this one. Having grown up in the 90s, this movie came... Okay. So this movie came out the year I was born. Having grown up in the 90s, I have a total appreciation for movies like this Uh that were made during this time. So movies that were made in the 90s and the early 2000s. I think we all sort of have an affinity for that. Right. So part of me can appreciate some of the nostalgia even if it's not a nostalgic movie to me I can see and understand mm-hmm. why this was kind of a cult classic for kids our age right objectively as an adult viewer this movie's not great okay <laughs> just like as a movie okay I think I do agree with some of the criticism. Mm-hmm. that you were reading. I think it's a little too fluffy, too much craziness going on. I think there were so many good things about this movie that, again, I can appreciate just from a nostalgia standpoint. hmm First and foremost, fucking Robin Williams. Yeah. You'd be hard pressed to show me a movie with Robin Williams that I didn't like his performance. Right. Because he is so special. And I feel like because he was sort of like our dude, Mm -hmm. like when we were little, because he was the genie. He was in Mrs. Doubtfire. He was... Patch Adams. Like there were so many. Jumanji. Jumanji. Yes. Like so many like cult classics from our childhood. So I felt like watching him just be him Mm -hmm. was so wonderful. And there was a scene right kind of in the beginning of the movie where he laughs and it's like his actual laugh mm-hmm. and I like I got goosebumps then and I like got goosebumps now thinking about it like yeah he truly was just such a remarkable person yeah. you know and just I think means so much to people our age like it's sort of like the impact that steve burns had on us Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but like tenfold that's what robin williams is for us like he's this happy warm hug Mm -hmm. and so i think it was really special to watch him be him yeah and the other Probably best part about this movie was Dustin Hoffman as Dude, Hook. Dude, <laughs> the best fucking
0: Captain Hook ever, period. It was
1: so, so good. And honestly, just the two of them, to me, were the best part of this movie. Mm-hmm. I think plot-wise, it was a little all over the place. Just writing-wise wasn't my favorite. Mm-hmm. But again, you can tell it's Steven Spielberg. It's You got the score from John Williams. Oof, that score is like like music to my ears quite literally like it yeah. is just it makes me jump out of my seat yeah it makes <laughs> you want to feel like you're flying like yeah. that's what john williams does he he evokes such emotion and so i think i absolutely understand why people our age are like hook's best fucking movie like we love hook like all these things because i have a little bit more of like an objective view and separation from it yeah and separation from it i can say a This is definitely not like one of the best movies I've ever seen Mm -hmm. by any stretch of the imagination. Right, But I can absolutely appreciate the good things about it. Yeah. It's hard to watch something like this and not feel nostalgic, Mm -hmm. just like when I watched E.T. Well, because there's so many movies that are like this. Sure. That
0: I feel like it just puts you back into that time period where everything was more tangible Mm -hmm. i feel like back then the sets were sets Mm -hmm. and it almost was like they were filming a really extravagant play yeah exactly and now children's movies are often either like they're animated or they have a lot of special effects and vfx and green screen and Mm -hmm. the look and feel of this movie is something that we get with like the goonies where we have those big set pieces mm-hmm. and like in the Goonies there's even like a pirate ship and yeah. even to some extent like the Indiana Jones movies sure and they all have kind of the same cadence and the sure. same rhythm to it but I feel like and I don't know if this is something that I am just bringing like my own bias to but I feel like if everyone had no idea that this movie was directed by Steven Spielberg hmm I have a feeling it would have been accepted better because it doesn't have to be E.T. It doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be this Oscar nominated thing, which I think people are just so used to Steven Spielberg, Mm -hmm. you know, giving us like Oscar worthy content. But at the same time, it's and I might offend people here. I feel like it's the same quality as the Goonies. I feel like that. And I feel like The Goonies is a much more like critically accepted mm-hmm. movie. When it came out, I feel like maybe they were like, wait, like, Steven, you okay, bud? Like... <laughs> What's going on here? It was like the bell curve. They were like, "Yeah, uh, maybe not this one." Mm. And I feel like they were almost holding it to like a Steven Spielberg standard of like, right. you know, this has to be something that we're going to put up for an Oscar. Sure. But if you compare this to other children's movies of the time, like what we were saying mm-hmm. that those list of kind of super nostalgic films, mm-hmm. I feel like this is just right up there with all of them. They yeah. all have weird shit that happens. Yes. Like, and questionable
1: plot questionable points. Questionable
0: plot points, things that don't make a lot of sense. If you watch back, like Beetlejuice, like half of Beetlejuice doesn't make no. sense. Half of Hocus Pocus doesn't make Mm-mm. sense. Hocus Pocus wasn't like critically well accepted either. Sure. But I feel like as a society... We have moved towards adultifying our children's movies to the Mm -hmm. point that every children's movie you put out now has like adult themes and they make you cry and they're Mm -hmm. these super heavy movies that are almost like tailored more towards adults than they are for kids. Even like adult jokes more
1: than it is jokes for kids. Yeah.
0: And I feel like back then there was a much better balance of movies just like legitimately just being for kids. Mm Mm-hmm. And so there were definitely things, I think, though, that as an adult watching this back, I felt like I understood a little bit better because mm-hmm. I've watched this more in my adult life as something I put on when I'm like not feeling well and mm-hmm. I want to just like have something, have in, something the in the background. But it's not something that I'll ever sit down and watch all the way through because it's something that's like a comfort movie and sure. not something that you sit and you watch. Mm-hmm. And I think I did actually appreciate some things more now. I just kind of growing up just took Hook as like, he's hook he's iconic dustin mm-hmm. hoffman is so great in it. he's funny finally like figuring out or not figuring it out like it's like this novel thing but paying attention to the concept of hook's greatest fear not being a clock not being a, a crocodile not being peter P- his greatest fear is time mm-hmm. and he feels like he has it's nothing left out. in his life to give and mm-hmm. his time is running out mm-hmm. and like that made him such a more interesting character on this watch for me yeah and i'll say even though i don't have children i as an adult can appreciate peter's story a little bit better Mm -hmm. and i can understand his arc with more clarity so i'm just gonna say that like i still love this movie and there are things there are lines that i think are so iconic Mm -hmm. in this movie and there are lines that I actually picked up on in this new watch which was one of them was oh please no I have a bad back
1: yeah (laughs) which like how relatable (laughs) and
0: there are like these little things that I picked up on more that Peter says that Robin Williams brilliantly delivers Mm -hmm. that are these little adult jokes that we're gonna get here and there And I feel like I finally picked up on all of them. Uh I feel like it's still the comedy still holds up. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like it's very hilarious. The scenes with Hook are still funny. The scenes with Robin Williams are still funny. My favorite scene and it was as a child and it still is now and it makes me laugh out loud is when they're playing pirate baseball uh-huh. and they go, He's stealing second. And the, guy, <laughs> and the catcher stands up and just shoots the guy yes. stealing second. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. I will say that even though I love her, I in this watch throw away Tinkerbell.
1: Yeah. Throw her
0: away. Uh, yeah. In a weird way. They could have cast somebody younger to play her. Mm -hmm. But then also you would have had to get rid of the scene where she professes her love and kisses him.
1: Right. But
0: I feel like that scene just could have been thrown away in general. Exactly. Because we already have the weird dynamic of Granny loving him. Yeah. And now Tinkerbell also loves him. It's just everyone's yes. in love with Robin Williams. Yes. And I understand what they were trying to go for with that mm-hmm. is like, you know, they've loved him in each one of his lifetimes, sure. basically. Sure. But n- completely Too unnecessary. Much. Yeah. <laughs> and this is maybe the worst performance I've seen from Julia Roberts. Yeah. It's just really awkward and really painful to watch. It's not good. I never was like a huge fan of Tinkerbell when I was younger, but I think mm-hmm. I just was like, oh, well, it's Peter Pan. You need to have Tinkerbell there. Uh huh. I know there are like Tinkerbell stands in this world who like love Tinkerbell. Yeah. <laughs> Tinkerbell. <laughs> Tinkerbell's their favorite. But <laughs> I just, I've never been a Tinkerbell person she kind of annoys me
1: it's even cartoon tinkerbell annoys me. she's like a little sucks she's like a little slut too cartoon tinkerbell actually sucks sorry i'm slut shaming tinkerbell right now well yeah we should probably shouldn't do that but But she's like a little like suggestive she's always like looking over her shoulder and like showing her little butt because she wants peter pan yeah and peter pan does not want you tinkerbell give it up (laughs) go to bed in your clock and save it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> go bend your clock but uh, i agree i felt like she her performance was weird her voice sounded weird and i was like are did they like pitch mm-hmm. her voice up or something she like it was very weird. strange the whole her hair was very off-putting to me yeah. like the whole the whole thing with tinkerbell really just could have not happened mm-hmm. and also off-putting to me was the weird dynamic between him and maggie smith like that made me very uncomfortable it was like yeah. a little benjamin buttony yeah and i was just kind of like i don't love yeah. that his like great-grandmother has a crush on him like this is weird, kind of weird. great no. grandmother in law well i know it's not his great-grandmother but it's right. a great-grandmother right <laughs> so it's just like <laughs> you know what i mean like it's yeah just like, hello boy yeah, I don't like <laughs> give us a squidge. Give us a squidge. Ooh, it just sounds ooh, I don't know. Yeah,
0: I think there were watching it back with a more like analytical eye, there are certainly things that could have been cut out of the <laughs> script. The whole obviously like weird relationship with Granny could mm-hmm. have been played a lot differently. I feel like it almost would have made more sense if he didn't Marry her daughter, yes. And it was just like he came back to the real to world visit to visit her, and just was like, "I want to try this out. Like I'm mm-hmm. ready, basically, mm-hmm. to to grow up." Right. And I feel like he could have met an American girl because they said he was adopted by American parents, so he could have sure. just been like had a normal life. It mm-hmm. didn't have to be like intertwined with her yeah, as much. The
1: family connection. Yeah, made it weirder. Which I think.
0: this wasn't written by Steven Spielberg, so I think no. that is something to note. If we are criticizing the writing, he did not write this or come right. up with the story. Obviously, right. he—I'm sure—he had a say sure. in it. But I will also say that one of the things that I read in some of the critiques, just going through like old reviews, was a lot of people thought that the representation of the Lost Boys was. A little quote-unquote ridiculous like people didn't like Hmm. the the skateboarding and the bangerang and the food fight scene and all of that but I feel like watching this I was like this is the most accurate representation if you let 12 year old boys create a village
1: Yeah I was gonna say that didn't bother me At all <laughs> no. that was n- like Nothing about the Lost Boys bothered me yeah. Because it was imaginative It was creative and like you said It was pretty accurate I feel like yeah. because Kids do weird shit yeah. I was not bothered by those scenes at all I didn't find them to be like too fantastical No or ridiculous I think those were like some of the most the Vibrant best and fun yeah. scenes because you could tell like the kids were having fun you Mm -hmm. could tell robin williams was having fun and some of the the kids oh my god they're so freaking cute
0: they're so cute but i couldn't stand it thud and pockets are like my favorite characters in the entire movie most
1: adorable children (laughs) in the world (laughs) of them oh there you are peter yeah so sweet precious
0: i will say growing up Rufio's little crop top did something to me as of a child. Yes, it did. When he showed up in his little crop top, I was <laughs> like, mmm. Okay. I, I like a boy in a crop top. That's where it all started. That's where it all started. Rufio started, Ru- started the oh crop. God, top. Oh my god, it was Rufio's fault. Stop. that I like this. Well, I mean, I had to say it. Like, he was definitely a childhood crush of mine. And that makes sense. I I loved the swagger. I liked the crop top. Mm-hmm. I liked everything about it. Yeah. And I remember Just speaking of Rufio, I, as a child, no matter how many times I watched that movie, was just devastated that Rufio
1: gets killed. Yeah. like That was really unfortunate. Absolutely devastated. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like they didn't need to kill Rufio.
0: I mean, I understand it because I feel like the stakes almost feel a little too low at some points when they're in this fight where you know, the Lost Boys are using, like, marbles and paint and tomatoes Mm -hmm. and eggs to fight back, that I feel like the actual danger of grown men with swords gets lost Mm -hmm. in that process, which maybe that is a mistake. Like, maybe that is, the his death is too shocking because it comes after this kind of fantasy-like fight where things aren't really scary. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's a good moment to kind of bring us, like, back into reality almost. Okay. But that doesn't mean that I'm not I'm still devastated by it. So yeah. rest in peace Rufio.
1: RIP Rufio.
0: I'm also just quickly going to say that another just absolutely iconic scene that I am still obsessed with to this day is when Captain Hook threatens to commit suicide yes <laughs> don't oh try God. to stop me Smee Smee don't try to stop me Smee <laughs> try to stop me
1: Smee <laughs> I, I'm I committing suicide <laughs> Smee I'm committing suicide
0: <laughs> the dynamic between Hook and Smee is mm-hmm. just worth like watching the movie alone for sure so I feel like despite its imperfections which I can admit that there are imperfections this is by no means a perfect movie I still feel like there are so many characters, so many lines, so many jokes, so many scenes that are so iconic and the delivery and the feeling and the vibe and everything about it like hasn't gone away as I've aged. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's what makes Hook so special to me. And I know to a lot of other people who are our age, it is something that I feel like I'm going to watch literally until i am an old person
1: until you're 56 but you look like you're 84 (laughs) (laughs) all that being said Mm -hmm. what is your popcorn score for hook my popcorn score is a medium because i do not hate this movie Mm -hmm. i wouldn't even say i dislike this movie it is a really fun watch especially if you are our age because of just the time period that it came out like you said i think that's part of why it holds up so well because okay sure is this steven spielberg's best movie no no is it his worst i don't know i haven't seen enough to know
0: i'm gonna say something incredibly i already know you already know what i'm gonna say Mm -hmm. the fablemans was just rat garbage it is just chewed up <laughs> rat garbage in the streets of new york spit up and thrown out i don't care if it's his life story mm-hmm. you know I, i'm so sorry Stephen. fuck your life Stephen. fuck your <laughs> life Stephen. i think if you are looking at the fablemans which again i'm gonna get canceled for saying this and and hook eh. i still think hook is like a better movie even though it's a completely different genre for a completely different audience Mm -hmm. I would never ever ever put Hook as Steven Spielberg's worst
1: I don't think so either there's all enough of all the right things to make it a medium for me Mm -hmm. and I think just because I didn't grow up with it and it's not super personal to me, and I can't quote it, is probably why it's not a large for me. Mm -hmm. What is your popcorn score? Objectively, Mm -hmm. it's probably a medium. Okay. It is
0: a a large forever and always in my heart and in Mm -hmm. my mind. And I think there are a lot of other people who would consider it a large popcorn. And Watching it again, as I said earlier, as an adult and picking up on those more subtle themes of aging and growing up and growing Mm -hmm. old, I really feel like there is more meat to this story than critics gave it credit for. And I feel like there are truly funny moments, funny scenes that are still funny to this day. Mm -hmm. And... I'm just going to say it, like the child actors, I feel like across the board, the, the little girl is a little iffy, but sure. the all the lost boys, I think Jack is actually really good yeah, in this movie, his so son too. Jack. And so I feel like I think it's a large because of all of those things, mm-hmm. but I can see objectively that it would be a medium because there are issues mm-hmm. and it could have been shorter and we could have cut Tink. And we could have cut these weird <sighs> scenes. Yeah. For sure, Mm -hmm. absolutely. However, saying that this movie is a small or a Mm. bad movie, or according to Rotten Tomatoes, twenty nine percent of reviewers even liked it—that's insane to me. It's a little, you know, what has a better Rotten Tomato score than this movie? What? Where the crawdads sing.
1: Get the fuck out of here!
0: I just do not and cannot believe. That this movie is a below 50% movie, that this is a, you know, below three star out of five, that this is below a medium popcorn in our, you know, rating scale. And so I feel like that small popcorn or that low score or whatever from all of these other critics, it's just like... I'm still, my mind is still blown, even though I've looked at it now with a more analytical eye.
1: I just don't see a 29%. No, it's not I bad. I and I agree with you. Not even 29 less than that. 29% would be bad.
0: 29 <laughs> is like a bomb movie. 29% you know I mean? is like really shitty horror movies that are yes. like sequels upon sequels. Yes. That's just... Like Saw 4. That's like really dramatic.
1: Let's see if Saw 4... That's actually Ooh, really interesting. Okay. Let's see if Saw 4 has if it does i'm out and i'm canceling rotten tomatoes okay no software has an 18 okay. <laughs> okay, okay 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 that's fair yeah we're good that's fair as we'll long as it, it was honestly as long as it was lower than 29 i'm good with it <laughs> 18 is just about right for software. that honestly seems generous for software
0: <laughs> well that does it for us I know that there are other people out there who love this movie as much as I do. It's not just you. It's not just I me. You. <laughs> I you are not alone. I am not alone and I know this because I think every single one of my siblings and cousins <laughs> also love this movie. Yes. So it was just something that was like ingrained in my family growing up and I feel like It has to be true for a lot of other millennials and and kids. And so I'm just going to start like a Hook support group where like we all just talk about how much we love Hook and how everybody else is full of shit. Love it. Love it.
1: Love that journey for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We will be back with another throwback episode to finish out August. Mm -hmm. It's going to be Caitlin's pick. We don't know what it is. I also don't know what it is yeah we are gonna find out But next week we will all find out (laughs) everyone's gonna find out together
1: we're all gonna find out together what our next throwback movie is well we'll see you next time for
0: caitlin's throwback and until then we hope you have a great week go rewatch hook i promise it's it's not bad i promise you'll love it it's
1: not you should watch it (laughs) you should watch it (laughs) thanks for joining us on the ride home